listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. Sorting through fact and fiction nutrition information can be pretty difficult, especially online. This series will answer your burning questions on today's hot nutrition topics as your dietitians do some much needed myth busting. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Mythbuster series on the Fresh Focus podcast. My name is Megan Rivenberg, and I'm a dietetic intern at the Bay Pines VA. I love clearing up misinformation about food and nutrition and hope that this series is helpful to you as I address a few very common myths I've heard, both working at the VA and just throughout my time as a nutrition student and someone going into the field of nutrition. Today, we're going to focus on talking about metabolism, what it is, and address the myth that you can eat certain foods in order to, quote, speed up your metabolism. We will also touch on actual ways to increase metabolism at the end of the episode. So to start us off, what is metabolism? Well, to put it simply, it's the process by which your body uses the calories from the food and drinks you consume for energy. But we actually need energy for a whole lot more than just moving around. Actually, the majority of energy needed by the body each day isn't for exercise. It's just for existing. Our bodies use energy in order to keep our hearts beating, our lungs breathing, and all other organs functioning too. You don't have to think about your liver or kidneys working, but they always are. We need energy for our immune systems to effectively help us fight off bugs too. We need energy for our brains and even for the cells in our body to turn over and regenerate because that's constantly happening whether we can see it or not. If you didn't get the gist by now, we need energy for essentially everything. And all of these things that happen daily even if we were to lay in bed all day and not get up once, require a great deal of energy. The amount of energy needed to perform these functions is called your basal metabolic rate, or BMR. BMR is one piece of the pie chart that makes up metabolism. Another piece is activity level, which varies person to person depending on not only how much exercise they do, but also how much they move around just completing activities of daily living, like chores around the house, going to the store, cooking a meal, etc. The last piece of the pie chart that goes into total daily energy expenditure is called the thermic effect of food. What this means is that it takes a certain amount of energy to digest and break down the food we eat to use for energy. In other words, a small percentage of the energy in the bowl of oatmeal you ate for breakfast was actually used to help you break down and use the rest of the energy from that oatmeal. Now, some foods have a little bit of a higher thermic effect of food, and I think that's where some of the theories about food increasing metabolism come from. And to be honest, this one's not entirely wrong or crazy. Foods with a higher protein content are going to have a higher thermic effect of food than, say, a food with not much protein and a fair amount of fat instead. But when it comes down to it, this difference is so small in the big picture. While yes, you might expend a little more energy breaking down that piece of chicken than you would some other foods, 
That doesn't make choosing to eat an extra thousand calories of chicken as a snack a good weight loss tactic, if that makes sense. And if you choose to eat all protein foods all the time because you think it'll increase your metabolism, you're missing out on all the other essential nutrients that are in other foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and fats. Instead, it makes much more sense nutritionally to eat a well-balanced diet consisting of foods from all food groups, including protein. There are some other foods, however, that have been deemed metabolism boosters that have a little bit less of a sound backing. Anything from lemon water to spicy foods to apple cider vinegar have each been touted as metabolism-boosting foods. The bottom line? None of these things are going to increase your metabolism substantially, substantially enough to actually make a difference in weight. Lemon water is a good way to hydrate. Spices can enhance the flavors of your food and even provide some minor anti-inflammatory effects. Apple cider vinegar can help give you some beneficial bacteria for your gut. But none of these things are a magic cure-all for speeding up your metabolism. Like I mentioned before, the best option is to make sure you're eating a balanced and varied diet. Different foods, different vitamins, minerals, and food components all have different things about them that can help contribute to making sure your body is running optimally and efficiently. But overloading on spicy foods may cause GI upset. And overloading on apple cider vinegar may be bad for your esophagus. And loading up on too much lemon may erode your tooth enamel. I had a very wise professor in grad school tell me once, the more you know about nutrition, the less you know. Because it really all comes back to just eating. Getting your fruits and veggies, enough protein, and a variety of different foods because they can all provide us with something different. Now, if you are looking for a tangible way to increase your metabolism that's actually good for you in many aspects, consider exercise. Muscle tissue requires more energy at rest than fat. So building up some lean muscle is an actual way that your body's metabolism can increase. Ask your provider if resistance exercise would be good for you and try it out a few times a week. Not only is it good for your metabolism, but it also helps out with bone density, fall prevention, self-confidence, and functionality. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time as we tackle yet another nutrition myth.